This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to FitSmart, podcast number 28, recorded September 23rd, 2012. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, yeah, welcome back. Um, hopefully everybody's been good this past week, and hopefully going looking forward to this next week coming up. It's a pretty decent week for me. I got uh, on top of my schoolwork a little bit. That's got to feel good. And uh, definitely, I guess, didn't get quite as much running in as I have in past, or certainly as much riding in as I have in past weeks. But right. Oh, how would they? It was a good week. Yeah, but you still got you still got some in, and that's yeah. what counts, you know. And and it makes a big difference to not having the uh, stress of uh, undone schoolwork, undone work hanging over your head. You know, when you're out there doing the run, doing the ride, you can just focus on doing the run and doing the ride. Yeah, I got to admit, it's it's pretty funny. That's the one thing I've never had trouble with was that part. Okay, like, good. Like, in fact, that's one of the things that's so fun about running and writing. Right. Is like, I'm not going to worry about it one way or the other. Right. I can't be doing anything else while I'm doing it. So right. what the hell, you know? That makes sense. You know, it just you know, really gives you a chance to just separate. Be like, okay, I'm outside and running. So in fact, that's, that's one of my big run motiva- motivators is like, well, as long as I'm running, I can daydream. That makes sense. Yeah. No, you know? no, you're not losing out on any work time or school time. Just daydreaming <laughs> while you run. It's good too. It goes faster. Yes, it does. You're like, dun, dun, dun. oh, wait, got to turn here. Hey, dun, look. Oh, look, I'm done. Time went by. Exactly. So it just passed. Yeah. Well, and today was a, was a really nice ride too. The, what was it, 34 and a half, 34.4? 34.6 something oh, six. miles. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. You know, a little new little route we tried out and uh, um, added a few things on and uh, and got to say the the, the uh, lights and liked us today. We kept hitting some of them. You know, <laughs> then only had to stop for a couple of them. So that was nice. Man, I, I heard on Twitter from uh, one of my awesome followers, I, I heard about uh, the, they call it the 50 states ride in DC. Yes. You were talking about that. It's like a 60 mile ride in DC. And of course, you know, uh, in DC, all of the a lot of the roads have are named after states, after right? States, right? So you you use all fifty states roads. Nice. And uh, but the cool thing is, is that they apparently they don't close any of the roads, so right. you're you're riding in traffic the whole time. Sure. Which I think a sixty mile ride in traffic would be really interesting. It would be, yeah, because definitely adds a little bit different challenge. You know, more starting and stopping. Oh yeah. You know, really got to watch. You know, I think big thing is you got to know where you're going to, so you're making the correct turns. Because if you miss a turn, turning around in traffic is definitely going to be a lot more of a pain. I would think. You would think with your average speed being so much lower in traffic too that 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 would be a long ride. I would I would bet because I mean you're not going to be averaging 14 16 20 miles an hour in traffic. I would bet it's going to be maybe 14 but not yeah. 16 or 20. 20. Yeah, exactly. So Yeah, I mean I I was thinking we did uh Carrie and I did 68 miles in I don't know about five something hours just right. dicking around, you know, taking our time. Right. I bet you that that 60 mile ride is is a good seven eight hours maybe? i could see that sure mm-hmm. be interesting be all day yeah 
That'd be, be kind fun of, though. Be fun. Get, get, I would love know, to do that. Map it out. So you know where you're going to turn and you know, go well, with they give it. you a route notes, I think, you oh, know, okay. to give you a, right. Yeah. So you know where you're going and everything like turn here, turn there. Yeah. Why so, not? You know, and then you could say I've ridden all 50 States. Hell yeah. Plus you'd know DC a lot better, which would be awesome. It'd be a cool mm. tour just for people like us, you know? Oh yeah. Get, get to see a lot more DC that way. Might even be longer if you're stopping and taking pictures, you know, not to click, 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 you know? So <laughs> I'm a fan of pictures. I just, I enjoy, you know, taking taking shots so that'd me be me too i'll admit yeah I, I love looking slightly more so i'm bad a lot of times i won't get as many <laughs> but i I've, I've been getting better about that audra makes me think about it which is smart because later i really appreciate that yeah. i mean See, I've, and i've got marsha to do the same thing for me i'll be like holding a camera looking going wow that's cool that'd make a great picture take a picture yeah exactly you're holding a camera take lift a picture. it up and you're like oh you're right you know so it's like you know she she's also good about making sure I do that as well. We were in DC a little while back, but we uh, but we didn't really uh, we we hadn't really picked up running yet, right? So that's a bummer because it would have been fun to run. Yeah, there's I mean because it's there's a lot of nice you know the sidewalks there and everything are pretty good and you know you could easily get in and in and around all the monuments and it'd be kind of fun to just you know jog up to oh, do Lincoln Monument click you know run on over to the reflecting pool click, there are probably know. cool places to run to I know there's a there's a pretty strong run and bike community and everything so right in DC that would be really fun well I would I could definitely see that because you know the the couple times that I've been there is you know it'd actually be fairly quick getting around if you were to you know decide to ride you know bike to work or something like that because with parking and the way traffic is i mean and a lot of it's actually really is pretty close so it's you know depending on where you lived and everything like that they you know jump on the jump on the metro take you into the dc and jump on your bicycle and well, ride DC around has those uh i forget what they're called but they're those rental bikes oh those really like okay. yeah they have stations all over and you can like you can pick them up at one and leave them at another one and everything well so you don't even have to bring your bike they're in a couple with you, bucks so. you know yeah. for the thing in fact, I remember reading somebody did a either either the bike phase of a triathlon or some ride uh, as a smartass went and rented one of those and <laughs> really? did the whole ride. It cost like fifty bucks. Apparently, the uh, the 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 operator waived it because of the press they were getting for it. Oh, cool, cool. After the fact, but right, he right. paid like forty six bucks or something. He just went and got like, one of them and rode. The, there's there's single speed bikes, you know. So yeah, but still, I mean, it's just like, rode the whole damn thing. On it. Afterward, everybody was like, "Yeah, it was hard." He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's like, it was it was some work. I didn't you know didn't have all the extra gears and speeds, but uh, but hey, didn't have to go buy a bike, so why not?" Mm. Well, you know, speaking of emotions, uh, I know last week we had thought about maybe talking this week a bit about uh, emotional eating and emotional workouts. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, there's a lot of the, you know, when we were talking about that, it was, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm an emotional eater, or, you know, and, and that's, you know, when I get, when I get upset or something like that, then I gravitate towards certain foods. And, you know, we were talking too, well, you know, well, if emotions affect your, your eating, you know, the emotions will also affect your workout. Yeah. And, you know, part of it with like with emotional eating, I mean, a big you know, part of that is really making sure that if, if you know that you're going to want to grab something and eat it, if you're upset or, or certain things happen, making sure that the, the proper foods are in your house so that you can't, you know, if like, oh, when I get upset, I always eat ice cream. You know, at least make it a little bit harder. At least make yourself have to drive down to Cold Stone or drive to the store to buy some, you know. Uh, um, or you can make a better choice, like with the Arctic Zero. Put something in there that if you do have it, it's not going to be that bad for you. Because, you know, the emotions, 
it's going to happen. You know, that's one of those ones that, yeah, you can to a certain point control them, but by the same token, you don't want to control them overly and repress it because then it blows up. Well, you know, I, I've always, I felt like, at least recently, it seems to me that you can't control how you feel. I mean, you will feel the way you feel. You can control right. your actions. This is true. And to some extent, at least. Right, right. I mean, I'm not saying that it should always be the case that you can always make yourself do whatever it is you want. To, that's BS, you know. But, sure. <laughs> but but you do have more. While you have zero control, I think, over how you feel. Right. You have some pretty significant control over your actions. And I, I think it kind of comes down to leveraging that to get the most of what you want. And sometimes right. that's that's controlling it heavily and making yourself just not do the thing that you really feel like you, you know, like doing. Right. Uh, sometimes it's mitigating it, you know, like, <laughs> like doing a little less of it or, or just kind of getting the fix in the most efficient way you can without hurting yourself any more than yeah. you need to or things yeah, like exactly. that. And, you know, substitutions, help substitutions and, are definitely going to be good. You know, it's, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, the, uh, like I say, you know, with the emotions, if you're, you know, if you're like, oh God, I'm just so depressed and ice cream sounds so good right now. So, well, what is it about the ice cream? Is it the cold? Is it the sweet? Is it the fact that it's just comforting? Because, you know, whenever you, you know, if you're a kid and you stubbed your toe or skinned your knee, your mom said, here, have some ice cream. You know, what is it? You know, if you can kind of dig into it a little bit and find out what it is that you like about it, you can go back to that substitution and find out, okay, what, what's going to take its place. Cause you know, I mean, as much as it'd be like, well, just grab some carrots. Yeah. Ice cream it and doesn't carrots work doesn't work. Way. You know, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily the same thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, and, and I'm by no means do I claim that I'm able to do this all the time, but I try really <laughs> hard to separate the two just because I feel like a lot of my problem uh, with, with eating and with, with weight that I've had right. comes from, that from from not disconnecting the emotion from what i eat sure no that makes perfect sense and that's that's so it's scary to me to allow those things to connect right i try really hard to not let them connect at all like if i'm gonna eat i try to make a decision to eat makes sense i don't always there are times where i just want to eat and i decide i'm gonna eat anyway whether it's good for me or not whether it's you know within the you know within that plan parameter that you'd originally laid out it's like okay i'm still gonna eat yeah and there are times and uh, it's getting to where i do i do mitigate it a lot i don't go all the way very often usually i i stop short with like either i'll do some extra workout to make up for it or uh or or i'll eat something that is at least reasonably beneficial to me. So if I'm right. eating over, maybe I'll gain some weight, but it's a good chance. Maybe it'll be some good weight, you know? Oh, sure. You know, things like that, you know, and, and, and I think that's a big part of it too, is again, you like, since you can't take the emotions out of it and, you know, definitely yeah. not recommending that you become emotionless and Borg like, you know, you know, but the idea is if you decide, you know what, what I really need to help level me out is that ice cream, have it, but don't feel guilty about it. Don't, there's no no. reason to pile on that extra emotion. In fact, that's worse. I I honestly think that the, the guilt spiral is way worse than any damage that food could do to you. Oh no, I agree. You know, you know, I mean, and you know, kind of flash when you said guilt spiral, you know, we were talking about the, uh, you know, flying, flying the plane and going into a, going into a spin. Uh Well, you could be all upset that you went into a spin and just, screw it up even more and keep, or you can be like, Oh, how do I get out of it? And I think that's a big part of it is, you know, with that guilt spiral, if you go, I ate the ice cream, 
it made me feel better. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I feel better, more calories than what I planned, but I can fix that. But if I'm beating myself up over it, that's a lot harder to fix. So the tough part, what makes all this really hard is that let's face it, uh, at least in my experience, if if I was in a place where I would, I was eating to feel better, it rarely succeeded. Like sure. Most of the time, you know, if 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 we were all so rational and together to be able to say, well, I'll just do it and feel good about it, right. we probably wouldn't need to do it in the first place. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. It's like, because then I'm actually thinking about it rationally and logically. You're really in the worst <laughs> possible place when it comes to that sort of thing. Sure. But if, if at all possible, I think it is worth forgiving yourself for it because uh, especially once you've done it, if you've eaten it, you can't uneat it. Right. Uh, and, and you, and you let's, don't let, want to, you know, let's just stop. You can't. Okay. I yeah. know you can. You're not going to, because that's awful. That's yeah. That's a, that's a bad choice. Yeah. That deal right there. Bottom but. line is it's done. So move on, you know, what right. the hell it's in the past. And, and there's no reason to add to any issues by making additional ones for right. yourself. You know, well, you know, and here's the, you know, like personally, my my big thing is not so much sweets. I love salty, you know, and uh, oh yeah, you know, and that that's typically where I lean. Or although sweet and salty together can be really good too, but that's why honey t- peanut butter is wonderful. Oh, yeah, okay, but just uh, <laughs> just threw me out there and got me sweet, off the track. I'm like salty oh, and just and texture, and, but anyway, awesome. But you know what I'll do is every now and then I'm like, you know, I really want fries and there's you know the yeah, uh, sure. okay. you know and and for a while i was like ooh, i like mcdonald's fries but last i haven't had them in years because the last time i had them I'm like these suck <laughs> i used to really like them and i hadn't had them for a while and i you know that whole memory oh they're really good and i had them I'm like no they're not but there is a you know there's the uh, there's a place that you know just down the street right off uh, uh main and and legacy they they do you know uh, rough cut potatoes and they cut them themselves and the fries and i'm like yeah every now and then i want it and i grab it afterwards i'm like yeah they're not as good as i really wanted and then, you know, the next day I'm like, or if I eat them in the afternoon, later that day, I'm just so dehydrated because of all the salt. But it's like, okay, well, I mean, I did it. Now I'll just drink more water. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you know, it was Move good. On. I'm fine with it. But it's just like, okay, now I got more energy and I'll go do some cardio or anything. But or definitely, not. You or know, not. come on, there comes a point, you <laughs> yeah. know. You know, so it's just, but again, not beating myself up over it. If I want it, I'll have it. And then I'll deal with the the consequences of having it at that right. point, as opposed to, you know, going, oh, I've got to have it. And then I'm going to beat myself up over it. And then I'm going to, you know, get even more depressed. And then I'm going to go have it again or whatever what, it may be. It just what, What's funny is you look at all this stuff, like like the things that trigger spirals a lot in, in, in most of us, you know? Right. I, I ate a bit over and, and then it's like, well, I'm screwed. I just, I blew it. It's all over. Right. You know, uh, here's the thing. Let's say you eat a thousand calories over. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. You didn't. You didn't mess up. You you jumped off the cliff, right? You ate the whole okay. pint of Ben and Jerry's fish food. Whatever. You said, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> fine. You're you're. You know what? That's third of a pound. Okay. Come right. on. It's a third of a pound. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that is not. You know, you you'd have trouble measuring it. Right. It's not definitely not the end of the world. It's not a big you deal. Know? And and it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you could just do that all the time because right. obviously trends matter. Yep. But that's the point. Trends matter. What matters is that you are near the path, not that you are dead center of it all the time. Exactly. So if you eat a thousand calories over, you are still on the path. Yeah. If you return the next day and keep moving forward, it really won't even make a blip in what you're doing. If you right. if you 
get in the spiral and just depart the path entirely because right. of it, that is a serious issue. So. Then, then that makes a difference. Yeah. And that's, but again, that's, and that's, I think the biggest thing when we're talking about that emotional, when it comes to food is that it is really difficult to not tie emotions into food. You know, um, I love Thanksgiving dinners. I love Christmas dinners because, you know, as a kid with family, it was the big event thing yeah. and you ate and I know I'm going to eat too much. I know I'm going to feel stuffed. I'm probably going to pass out and go into a food coma for an hour while watching football, wake back up and eat some more. That's okay. fine. I'm good with that because that's what I like doing. It makes me feel, I don't, okay, let me rephrase that. You're happy. I, I'm happy. Yeah. I may not feel good because I'm overstuffed, but I'm still going to eat more. Not a big deal. Because again, as you said, it's not a trend. You made the decision. I've I made the conscious it. decision right when there. When the food is controlling you, that's bad. Right. When you are controlling the food, regardless of whether you're perfect or not. Right. If you're controlling the food, you're in the win column. Exactly. You know, and, and that's it. And I think, I think that's the mistake that we make a lot is, is, is giving up and allowing the food to, to own us right. instead of us owning it. Which kind of really segues nice into like emotional working out. If the workouts are controlling you instead of you controlling the workout, same kind of the same thing goes into it. You know, when I look at, and I've said this to a lot of clients, and I actually think I've even mentioned it on the podcast, is that there are times when I just don't want to work out. Yes. When I go in and work out, typically those are my best workouts because I'm just so focused on get it done, get that this, do it, so do it. That is so weird, but you are so right. I've, I've had that, now that I think of it, I've right. had that same experience, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I can literally think of days, leg day, and I typically like leg day. I, um, hey, it, it's, like, it's, hey. a, it's a tweak or as my daughter would say I have a glitch but I actually enjoy them because it's it, there's something about them but there are times I'm like God leg day I just don't want to get out there and do it but I finally get in I do it and I just hammer myself because it's and it's not that I'm punishing myself no, but it's no. I'm going to push through I'm not going to there's a not going to short it I'm not going to waste this time yeah, I'm here exactly. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to get it done do it right yep get do the it most right. out of this time that I had to sacrifice to be here <laughs> yep and then I, and I do, and I get a lot out of it. And, you know, the other thing too, is that there's times that, and I think these are actually the hardest times to work out is when I'm kind of meh, kind of in between. Those are the hardest. Because it's like, yes. okay, I'm not, if I'm really motivated, I work You're out well. You're so right. If I'm not motivated, you know, and I get in, I'm not. I, I work out really well. You can rah-rah yourself up. It's that yeah. meh. When yeah. you're just like, eh. <laughs> it's hard. It is. And, it is and, really tough. And I think a lot of that comes down to my music choices. Oh, that's you cool. You know, yeah. I've, you know, I'll put a little bit of, uh, you know, some heavy metal in there. I'll, um, one of one of my favorite ones is from uh, the original Mortal Kombat movie. I take some of the, the songs off there. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. And it's just really driving. And it just, it just gets my mind set to just, work out and there's almost an angriness angry yeah. music but it, it's again it gets that emotion going and it works you know for lifting it works for cardio for me um but again it's like i say it's not i think you can you can go the other way too where if you're letting you know the emotions get too far out of whack it's going to throw off the workouts as well you know it's funny uh i remember the first time that i realized that anger made a difference right like I, it was one of the few like bad experiences i had at the gym where I, I was i was on a what the hell was i on i can't remember i i i think i was on uh i was doing a, an incline bench press right and a guy came along and literally took weight off off the bar seriously yeah wow just just took weight off the bar. Right. I'm like, uh, and he, he just 
well, he was not very friendly about right. it. You oh, know? sure. And and I actually I had to think about it. Uh, I I got into it briefly with him, right? But essentially let it go because I felt like. Uh, in the end, I didn't need to assert anything over him. And what I really needed was the best experience I could get out of this. Right. And that would be best served by letting it go. So I did. Right. But God, I was pissed. Oh, sure. I would be too. And it was funny because I have, it's your fault. You know, you train me over a long time to like, when I, when I lift, I don't worry as much about what the weight is. I worry about what does it feel like. Right. So if it doesn't feel like it's supposed to, I'll add weight or remove weight. And, exactly. And I, I don't, I, I watch those numbers, but I don't, I don't let them but dictate you what goes on yeah, the bar. You exactly. Know? You don't live by them if it, if you need heavier or I lighter. I look at them to see what's happening. I right. decide what goes on the bar by what it feels like, you know? Right. And, and so I grabbed it and I did one rep and went, well, this is BS. I didn't even think about it. And I just started putting weight on it, you know, <laughs> sure. and, and then did, did my set. And when I got done, I looked at it and I'm like, holy crap, you know, I just put like 80 pounds on this thing. Right. And, and blew through the set. Sure. And then when I went to, uh, when I went to do the next set, you know, mm. I guess about three minutes later, after you know, some rest, right? two minutes of rest and whatever it took me to do the set. Right. I couldn't get it off the bar. You're like, I mean, holy, I couldn't get it off the right. rest. I'm like, holy crap. So I already, I, I've done this. Why I had can... to pull all of it back off. Right. And then I was good again. And it felt the same. <laughs> really, the adrenaline for that brief period sure. made that much of a difference. Yeah. And it, you know? and it, and it does. And that's shocked. Where, yeah, you're like, oh, crap. I'm holy stronger. Crap, adrenaline works. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, so these stories of people lifting cars are true. They can do it. Well, yeah. I mean, you, know? you, you have it all the time. Adrenaline, you get it pretty regularly, I guess. But you usually don't have like a, a metric right there to show you how much it changes, you know? Yeah. And that, that's a, <laughs> you know, and that, that hits, that's a, a, a great thing to do is that it's all of a sudden you're like, okay, I got this. So you just, you did it. So there's no thought process thinking, okay, I need to go less because I was upset. And you go, Urgh. I think now. Now you do. You're like, I would oh, think right. about that. I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you're like, all right, let's tell. No, okay, we'll go. We'll drop it back <laughs> well, down a little and bit. I, I don't want to kill myself, and I don't have a spotter, so I've Correct. always learned to like judge when you first pull it off. Yeah. Can I handle this? You know, which is a, a very important whenever you're doing free weights, <laughs> and you know, especially bench press where things are coming down towards your neck and head. And I don't know if I mentioned, but I ended up on the lower one once. Oh, really? Yeah, that was pretty exciting. That yeah. was a fun one. I've I've actually done that a couple times without a spotter where you're like er, you're like okay nothing you oh know, crap it got away from yeah. me and I'm like chunk and yeah. it ends up like right in your face you know because that lower one is like not very high yeah. above your face yeah it's basically meant that if you have to you should be able to cheat enough just you know, little, it back real yank hard. it back real hard and it'll stop but it did. yeah it's it was real interesting I ended up on that. Um, scary once with the decline and it's like okay how oh, do i get the worst. how do i get out of here because you know it's like like you say it's like right there so you're like scraping it's your head as you're sideways <laughs> you kind of snake out of it then you're like all right i'm alive and that's a good thing and then oh so, by the way you can't you you can't like uh you can't like what would that be you can't like upright row as much as you can right. decline press <laughs> so you have to unload the damn bar right and then pull it up and, and then, then reload the it. bar and you're like this is embarrassing and you can see people kind of snickering because they know they've done they've it, done you it. Know? yeah the guys the, guy, the people that are looking at you going oh, oh, yeah. i've been there you know oh yeah i've, I've done that too so you know and, the, and then the worst part about that is after you've unracked it pulled it up and re-racked it your rest is over like, damn it damn it it's time to go again <laughs> oh yeah not rest either when you're re-racking yeah it's it's not really that restful but, but i i totally you know i think there's a lot to be said i discovered the i discovered music when uh, i i wasn't listening to music as much 
but they play music in the gym. Right. And and it's not bad music, but a no. lot of times it's pretty nondescript, which is good because it has to be lowest common denominator. Yeah. You know, I get that. General, everybody's Pretty pleased. reasonably upbeat, but that's right. about it. And and eventually somebody changed it, and, and uh, I, I got a little bit of more, you know, hard, a little bit harder core music, I guess right. you'd say. And I realized that I could lift more. Sure. So I hit up uh, Ferris, one of our listeners, longtime GWCer and a big right. FitSmart listener. Right. And if you've heard Ferris, if you've listened to <laughs> FitSmart, he's he calls in from time to time. Uh, Ferris is a is is a mixtape genius. Cool. He is a big music guy. He wrote a book about Slayer. Oh, very nice. Which is really awesome. And in, anyway, he. So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, could you throw me together a mix of some, you know, angry music? Right. He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, and, and so he shot me a list and uh, I put it together and put it on on a portable, you know, on a little MP3 player to listen right. to. And uh, sure enough, uh, it's uh, it worked. Yes. And I still I carry it with me it's in my phone you know right in case i need i use my phone to log my workouts and everything right. so if i need it it's there oh nice which is awesome yeah and so. it's and it's one of those ones that it's you know like i say you can't necessarily control the emotions but music really does help for a lot of people make the difference on that little bit extra that little bit extra kick and one thing I'll say too, though, is my running mix is definitely different than my lifting mix because if I put the wrong beat in for running, I start running too fast. I actually get out of strikes. I'm like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh crap, now I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I mean, not that, it, you know, that's not the goal, but I'm like, I got three more miles to run and I just sprinted out the last mile. I have like, never run with music. It's, it's definitely want to make sure that when you've got your uh, cadence down that the the beat is fairly close because um, I've found that uh, I mean either way if it goes too slow or if it goes too fast it can can throw you off but you know I mean it's one of those ones that that'll you know the emotions of, of working out will definitely play a role which is why sometimes group classes work out really good for people because mm. you don't have to you can go in all just blah but you've got Everybody else, you got the people up, you know, leading the class. You got everybody else, and they're like, "Yeah, having fun." And so it's like it kind of it'll get you up for the for the workout. Um, thing to be careful on that too is it might get you up a little bit too high for the workout, and you end up overdoing it. So you've got to really know your limits. Same thing actually can happen with lifting, as you can the get angry music. Yeah, yep. you got to be careful because I the the I think the most common and I I don't know this as a scientific fact, but. I'd be willing to bet it certainly is for me and I'd be willing to bet it is for others that the time you're most likely to injure yourself is when you're like, I'm just going to push real hard and get that last rep or two. Right. And, and that's a good thing. I mean, you do want to try to get whatever you can. You do want to push some, but Holy crap. You know, I, I, the worst things I've done to myself have all been in that little window, little window right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like one more and you yeah. and you just lose the form a little bit in a way that is damaging and right. bam, you're screwed. Yeah. And then you're, you know, then at that point you're like, okay, that one more didn't help me as much as I was hoping that it would. That's so. how I, that's how I screwed temporarily, not badly yeah. my backup with deadlifts. I right. was doing deadlifts and I'm like, I'll get one or two more. And I did. Sure. And sure enough, I arched my back. I mean, I, you know, I rounded my back just right. a little bit. And uh, luckily, was smart enough to stop when when oh, I good. felt the pain. Right, right. But it's too late at that point. Yeah. I lost two weeks or something yeah. of of legs. Yeah, because and, of that. Yeah, and that's one of those. Dumb. You know, it, it's 
it's you've got to have that internal off switch too. Whenever you're doing, you know, the compound exercises, whenever you're doing the squats and the deadlifts and the cleans, because there's got to be a point. And I've I've been, you know, done doing deadlifts, and it's like the first, you know, first or second exercise, so I'm still really strong. And there's been days where I'm just like, no, not, no, not. It's just not hitting right, and I'm like, no, no, reposition, no, no. And I'm like, okay, screw it, not doing deadlifts today. I'll go put something else in, um, and. Uh, you know, when we talk, when we're talking, we've talked about the, you know, good form on deadlifts a number of times. Great exercise, but also one of the most common that you can really screw yourself up on. No kidding. Um, squats as well. Not as much. You're probably not always going to feel as much with squats unless you're going real heavy because of the compression. But because of the position you're starting in, which is a, essentially a low squat, um, you can your back is really susceptible on a, on a deadlift or a straight legged deadlift. Um, any of those that can really, really, you know, tweak you out. So it's very important to know that if it just doesn't feel right, just stop. Like I say, you know, one day off of lifting it, not as bad as two weeks off because you tweaked it, you know? So, no kidding. you know, use, <laughs> use the emotions correctly, you know, and, and to your advantage. Um, but like I say, I mean, it's one of those ones that you can definitely help your workout, you know? Um, if, for example, maybe you really love the Stairmaster. You know, I'm not sure how many people I'm connecting <laughs> with on there, but uh, None. <laughs> maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're on the other spot. But you say, okay, well, I actually like the treadmill. I can get on there. I can run. So you know what? I'm going to go for 10 minutes on the treadmill, kind of enjoying it. Then I'll jump over to the Stairmaster, the, you know, the brutal whoever thought of running a, you know escalator backwards and saying, this is a good workout, which it is, but thinking that people would want to do it. You know, and then you can jump on. So you get your emotions up by doing something you like, and then you jump over and do it. So if you, you know, you enjoy doing the crunches or the, the abs or whatever, do you could do that first to kind of get the emotions increased so that, okay, I get to do something I like, kind of make a sandwich. I do something I like. I go do Stairmaster, do something else I like. It's not as bad. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's got the bread around a little bit of mustard and we're, we're all good at that point. It makes a lot of sense. You know, one thing, it's not entirely on topic, but it reminds me of it when uh, we're talking about lifting and, and lifting heavy and, and lifting angry sometimes. Right, right. You know, uh, I've I've found ever since uh, we've done this, or you've suggested this different times, I find that every so often I kind of make myself back the weight off a little. Sure. You know, because normally it's like try heavier every time. Try heavier. Right. Just to see if you can make sure you're riding the line and getting as much as you can. And yet, you know, eventually, no matter how disciplined I think you are, you know, you pro eventually you're going to kind of short the form a little to try sure. to get a little more weight on it because yeah, you just want to make that extra. number go up. Yep. And every so often to just back off the weight yep. and make use of it. What 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 reminded me of this was I, I did a workout at the school gym, which has, of course, different equipment. Right. And there were a bunch of people in there dicking around. So there were, yeah, <laughs> it was hard to get some of the gear. Sure. But like, for example, I, it was arm day and I was doing hammer curls. Right. And normally I would do 27 and a half pounds. Makes sense. For me, that's how, where I that's, was at the moment. That's right? a good, yeah. At that time, that was a good, good curl. All I could get my hands on were 20s. Right. So I thought, well, that's fine. I can make use of those. Yep. You know, so I just did it in like quarter speed. Just really, really slow. You know, just right, real right. slow. And sure enough, man, you get about eight of them in and you're like, oh, you know, it's <laughs> like, dying. What the hell? They're only twice. Awesome. You yeah. know, so you're like, good. That's what I'm here for, you know, and, and right. it worked out. And But what was amazing was like two days later, 
I made my biceps hurt. And that's weird. It's hard to do that. It, yeah. In in the beginning, you know? it's not. But once you've been working them for a while. Anytime. Yeah. It's, it's all of a sudden like, wait a minute. And isn't it weird? You can make your triceps hurt easy. Oh, but yeah. like your, your biceps, they just don't hurt. They won't. Yeah. You know, they'll hurt a little and then quit. Well, part of that is because as being a smaller muscle, they oftentimes for a lot of people will fatigue to the point. Um, where you can't do anymore before, before you can really tear them up yeah, before you've really that. torn them up so that's interesting i you know, know that's where a lot of times people that lift lighter and go higher rep and you really control the speed will get more of that you know muscle soreness in the biceps and the people that are going heavier because they'll get like three to five reps yeah because i lifted the weight but it's not really a deep enough tear to really make that muscle sore the next day. And again, a lot of it, again, depends on what you're shooting for, you know, muscle, you know, strength growth, muscle growth, or, you know, endurance strength. Um, but it is, it is always fun um, as a trainer, finding somebody that's, you know, bigger and stronger and used to lifting something, cutting their weight in half or even less and still making them sore the next day because of it. And like, Oh, I can make you sore with tens. No big deal. Or for that matter, yeah. you know, getting to where you realize that it's not, the end all be all that you have, you know, okay. So you can't get the weight you wanted, right? Take the other one and make use of it, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and they're really not as much off topic as you think, because again, the motion comes into it. You look and go, I wanted the 27 fives. Oh, I don't get them. Okay, fine. I can't work. Out. You know, you could let that defeat yeah, screw you, that, you know, or you can say, Oh no, 27, five, oh, 25, oh, 22s. Oh, How can okay, I kill 20s. the crap out of myself with twenties? Okay. Right. Let's do that. Yeah, exactly. And you so know? you just, you turn it to turn it to the good or be pissed off, which is okay. And make a good workout with twenties and grab the thirties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like you know, just really go through. So again, you can use that you know to your advantage um, and make you know make that workout that much better at that point. And and I think a lot of it just does come down to because it you know oftentimes you really I, I tend to agree with you that you can't control the emotion that's going to come up. You know, yeah. when I see people, you know, when I'm in the gym and I see people doing a you know, squat and putting three or four plates on either side and then walking away from it and leaving it there. That pisses me off. But yeah, you know, you somebody know, and, left uh, somebody left uh, ten plates on the squat machine. Yeah. I wonder how uh, how deep they were actually going. That's just you know those are the ones. That's what I always <laughs> want to say. What was your range of motion and how many reps? You know, again, not to say it's wrong to go a shorter range of motion and shorter reps. They might just be trying saying. to break through a plateau, but by the same token. 10 plates. You're a dick enough to leave 10 plates on the machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to poke at you a little. Yeah, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna to imagine that you were doing shallow knee bends and uh, poor form and you did like two reps and you you know, are saying you're squatting that much. I'm like, no, you're not squatting that much. You know? no. I squatted 450. I squatted 600. Yeah, it's on a machine anyway. Come on. Yeah. There's there's a there's a fulcrum in it. It can't. Yeah. It's not 400 pounds. It's not really that no. much. So I mean, yeah. if you have a 400 pounds on a on a barbell and, right. and tried to uh, free weight squat it. Yeah, right. Completely different. Yeah. I don't even think I could hold 400 pounds on. A yeah. Board. And it and it feels different, too, because when you put that when you put like 350, 400 across your shoulders and, and step out, it just I mean, the compression that goes in the spine is significantly different. Um, um, and it's a weird feeling going deep when you have something that heavy on you because you, anybody that's done squats correctly where you're sitting on the, you know, back on the heels, butt out and going down, you are slightly tippy backwards, you know, and so that core is really having to engage. And when you have something <laughs> much on weight, there, yeah, when you have that much weight, that's more than you. You know, you know, oh. one, you know, one and a half times, two times your own body weight. That's why that's just it's a weird, weird feeling. And it's not necessarily that you can't lift it by going low, but there's a little, you know, oftentimes that doubt in the mind is what, you know, what's going to happen when, oh, I, I, know. when I do it. The scary and, part uh, of squats always, you know, and that's where if you're going to go heavier with free weight squats, make sure it's in a cage, you know, a squat cage or somewhere where you have, you have something that'll protect you, um, have a spotter. 
have a spotter that knows what they're doing. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, there's a funny story with, uh, you know, Pete, when I was, I was doing legs with him one day and you know, we were going heavier and heavier on the, on the squats and, and, uh, it was my last rep. I'm like, yeah, I can get one more. And I went down and I got about, you know, I wouldn't even say halfway up, maybe about a quarter <laughs> of the way up. And I'm like, oh crap. And, uh, easiest way for him to, to spot me. Cause I was that low. Um, and actually he just finished his set too. So his legs were tired. Um, he just kind of grabbed the bar and, Push the bar down to the there and push me forward. So I was moving away from the bar. I ended up on my knees forward, going oh, you know. But the bar, you know, went down to the uh, you know to the uh, catch, you know, and bounced a little bit, and I was fine. It was fine. He was like, all right, there you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but again, it, you know, somebody, hey, you know, some, yeah, it, it worked fine, and it's not maybe the the uh, best way to spot someone overall. But he didn't get hurt. I didn't get hurt. No one else in the gym got hurt, and uh, I got a nice eccentric motion down on the weight. But uh, you know, again, it's part of it is just knowing you know what you're what you can do and what you're capable of doing. It's funny. Uh, and it is, but again, it's again one of those mental things. You know, I'm thinking that emotion was going. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You know, and I thought I could. You know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I did. I'm like, oh, I got Pete spotting me, which again does give you a little bit better. I mean, you got that spotter, someone that you trust, especially. Yeah. You have that. There's that emotion of I'm not going to get hurt, and I wasn't. It was kind of an odd. You know, I've never been spotted that way before. But, um, but hey, it worked. You didn't it, get hurt. I didn't get hurt, and yeah. that's you know that's what his his job was at that point was making sure that I didn't get didn't Who get knows hurt. If so, he'd have tried to grab it and squat it himself, you know, tried to pull it up, and or, Pete's a big guy. You know, Pete. I mean, yeah, he's, he's there's a big limit, boy. You know? you know, and like I say, we were alternating on who was doing legs so he just done it and who knows if he could have got under there you know in time to do it might if he not worked out might not have worked out he could have hurt himself i could have got hurt so whatever it seemed it was the best way to you know to do it but the point is is we we were working within our essentially within our limits we had it set up with the safety equipment so that when it did when it did drop down you know i was still fairly low on the squat so had i been higher he would have i'm sure helped me up you know, you know, all the way up, so I went to fall as much. But I was only, you know, six, seven inches off the, you know, off the the catches, off the the bars. So I was like, let it fall six inches. Who cares? <laughs> you know, I, I I've been thinking just over and over again about this chain of discussion that we had about uh, started with talking about the people that quit right at the end of of the ride that right. my friend and I did. Uh, followed up by some good advice from some listeners. About, Definitely very good advice about uh, you know staying in the moment and not not contemplating the event as a whole necessarily, especially right. on long endurance events. But you know what's interesting is I keep finding more and more application for this, sure. this uh, thought process. You right. Know? Uh, you had mentioned too, just to follow the rest of that chain out for anybody who may not have heard it, if this is their first podcast, you had kind of mentioned as well that that puts you in the mode of thinking about quitting. And, you know, the next step kind of that occurred to me this last week is how you start to form, when you follow that pathway of thinking, you start to form these, like, requirements. Right. These unnatural requirements to continue. Like, Oh, sure. Like, if you think about how if somebody tells you it's a mile to the end and then it turns out it's really two miles to the end right? and and you quit, well, what what's really happening there, part of that process would be you set a requirement in your mind. You're like, well, I can make a mile. Right. But but if it's more than a mile, I'm set up to now fail. to quit. Right, you right. Know? And, and every time you add another one of those, you kind of box yourself in little by little such that the that the components required for you to actually complete it get 
get more and more complex and the, the possibility gets smaller and smaller right. without you thinking about it. So it's not surprising that eventually you fall outside that right. and you quit, right? That makes, you know, you're just loading more and more on top of yourself. It's just more, something yeah. more to weigh you down right. that you don't need to weigh you down. And I've realized that that actually happens a lot outside fitness as well, or in, in situations you might not think about, like you had mentioned earlier, how, if you know, you can't get a particular weight, you, you're like, well, I just won't do that. Right. You know, that's that kind of thing in process. You know, it's sure like it is. you set a requirement that you must have a certain machine or you must have a certain, uh, piece of, you know, a, a equipment certain, or weight yeah, or whatever, weight or whatever the hell it is. And if you don't get that, then you're not going to do the, the job that you came there to do. And every time you place one of those on there, you've lessened the possibility of you getting what you want. Correct. And yet, if you could somehow magically come in and not have any of those, sure. which is hard, and sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, but right. if, every time you can avoid setting one of those or you can remove one of those, everything gets remarkably better because you've dramatically increased the possibility. Like, if you come in and instead, and I'm learning little by little to do this to some extent, right. like, I don't go in and think, I must do this exercise in this order with this thing. You know, if oh, I sure. can't get what I want, I'll be like, well, okay, what did I come here to do? You know, oh, yeah. What muscles I am that? I trying to work? What am I, where am What's I going the best thing this? I can do to do that with what I got, you know? Right, right. And, and sometimes maybe that's, you know, just to take that to the extremes, maybe that's you in a hotel room with nothing. Sure. You know, and you realize, well, I was going to do shoulders today. Well, what can I do? Exactly. Huh. You know, well, use what you got, you know? Sure. Do an inverted shoulder press, you yeah. know, on the, on the ground. Do yeah. what you got, you know? You know if, you, if you can, you know, do a, you know, kick your feet up, do a handstand on the wall, hold it a little bit. And yeah. I mean, if you can't do something like that, I mean, grab a, I mean, grab a heavy book, do lateral raise. You know, I mean, whatever's, yeah, whatever you got. It doesn't take got. much to do a lateral raise, yeah. man. I yeah. bet you could find anything. I mean. You know, go to, go down by a, you know, a half, half gallon of milk or, yeah. or go, go buy some, you know, go buy a gallon of water that you're going to drink yeah. for the day and just Whatever. start using using that gallon of water that six gallon and a half water. pounds you could do lateral raises of six and a half, half pounds. Pounds. i could do them yeah that's i mean you know, i don't have tiny shoulders and i can do i could easily get a workout with six and a half yeah, pounds exactly. <laughs> no, they'll, lateral they'll, raises the shoulders will scream it they'll let you know when they get tired but and if you think you can't just hold it out to the side for i don't know till it quits yeah i don't know 30 seconds maybe yeah put it out there and see what i'm like oh this isn't bad. oh yeah this sucks. oh here it comes oh yeah. crap we're done you know so i mean there's like you say, that's a you know a great point because you can really find a way to get it done if you want. Yeah, you know, and that's where you know it's like you know, oh God, I needed the eight pound dumbbells. We only got seven and a half, so we got tens. Grab seven one and a half, we'll do, other, do a little work. bit more, do do a little bit less. Who who knows? You're still going to get that workout in. All the dumbbells are being used, and well, we'll go to the cable machine. Start the cables being used. Well, grab the kettlebells. Kettlebells are being used. Oh, medicine ball. Okay, it's the weight. It's what I need. You know, I mean, yeah. I'll get something. I'll make something happen at that point. Or so. do a different exercise. You know. Yeah. Oh, hey, I was going to do shoulders today, but looks like everybody and their, their brothers doing shoulders today. So I'll do triceps. <laughs> no yeah. one's doing triceps. I got this. You know. Yeah. What's free? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the more, and I guess that's it. It's almost like the, uh, you know, it's almost like Zen here. You know, it's it's yeah. like the more you can bend, the more likely you are to get what you want. Sure, definitely. The more rigid you are about it, the less likely you are to get what you want. Right. And, and if you come in very rigid, I've got to do these exercises in this order, I don't get a workout. You're not going to get a workout a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, in, unless you own your own gym and you can kick anybody else, you know, everybody else off the equipment that you want or you train at three in the morning or certain or times of the day. You want to go to the gym during the Super Bowl. 
Or that's a good one too. Yeah, that's no my there. favorite. I do that every year. You're like Super Bowl, <laughs> sweet. I love the Super Bowl. I work don't, out during the Super Bowl every single year. Yeah, like I don't care who's playing, don't care who wins because I'm working out. Also, it's on at the gym. I mean, if you really wanted to see it, it's on thirty yeah. TVs in the gym. Yeah, they, so. they, yeah, any of the major ones, playoffs <laughs> here, here in, in the employees want to yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> here, yeah, especially if a Cowboys game that. is on, the employee. Right, the employee. Because there, there you was go. probably one person in <laughs> that entire building. Yeah, maybe two, the, maybe two, depending on the time of day. They yeah. might have a second one's one. One's in the break room. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, cheering on the team. The one poor bastard that that lost the straw draw <laughs> is like, <laughs> it's like he was like, tired. Yeah, so. like, damn it. Yeah, guess, who, guess who's working on Super Bowl day, Super Bowl Sunday? Have fun with that. No, but so. seriously, I, I do that every year. It's one of the few times I've taken a picture of myself in the gym. Oh, sure. You're like, look, you know? no one else. I did. I did. One time, I actually took picture of in the in the mirror in the back sitting you know toward where you could see me in the entire gym and i'm the only one there the only one there so <laughs> you're like super bowl sunday my gym time to work out my private gym but so. other than that yeah that's it i mean you're just gonna have to make do you know well you know and there's you know and i i'll do a rotation um you know sometimes i'll do uh you know like a three day on one day off rotation where i do chest and back legs shoulders spies and tries well, every now and then when that, you know, chest and back falls on a Monday, universal chest day, you know, and uh, if uh, if I'm looking at it in, you know, chest and back, you know, and I can't get on chest, you know, really, much, I'm like, oh, God, everybody's doing it just as, you know, I try to do the midday workout. So typically I can, but sometimes I can't Fine, I'll swap legs in or I'll swap, you know, swap shoulders, buys and tries or I'll do back that day i'll do legs and then i'll do chest shoulders spies and tries or mix it up because there's there's nothing that says it has to be done always in the same order yeah in fact it's better if it's not because it mixes it up so it's like okay we can you can still make it work and you just you're flexible with it or you know and i think what happens a lot of the times people like to do the exercises they like so that if they if they're on chest they like flat barbell bench press they're going to do that over dumbbell bench press over cable bench press, over machine bench press. You're working the same muscles. Again, the free weights, yes, you're getting the stabilizer muscles, a little bit more work on some, but is it better if you really want that chest workout to wait and wait and wait and maybe not get the barbell that you want or go go grab a damn machine, get it done and be done with it? Okay, the, the pecs got challenged. That's what you were there for. Go I a little always heavier. marvel how whenever, whenever I do uh, a workout with you professionally, right, it's awesome. It's like uh, it's it's a new and unusual way each time to make sure that it's absolutely dead. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's fun because sometimes it'll be like a heavy free weight, and sometimes right. it'll be nothing but machine. Yep, and sometimes like uh, like speaking of chest, like this last time we did was a week ago. Right, we you know it, it was all machine, all, all hammer strength, all plate all, loaded. Yep, yeah, all plate loaded hammer strength, and and yet the combination of that and the uh, and and the fast switch medicine ball crap, yep. <laughs> like dead, completely dead. You're like you, you wouldn't know? think. I mean, it was what did, what, did, what did I grab the twelve pound. Or was it 15? Uh, 16. 16 pound. That's yeah. right. I, I was saying 12 sounded too light, you know? So we did the, you know, hit the, hit the press with a nice Dead. slow twitch. Okay. They can't do any more. You're there. Okay. Now throw it as hard as you can. Throw it, throw it, throw it. Yeah. And you're just like, damn you. It was great. No, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. You know, but I mean, that's, but it just, it never fails to surprise me how a new and unusual way to just completely murder whatever right. muscle group it you is. Know, so. And you've been, you know, you've been using like, okay, pecs are getting stronger. These have been going good. You're like, cool. It's a good way to test it. Yeah, it's fun. Let's let's see what's now going let's do on. something different. Exactly. Let's, let's find let's, out how much is adaptation and how much is stronger. Right. And let's, let's, let's mix it up <laughs> a little bit for you. So, um, no, I definitely, definitely enjoy that too, because it gives, you know, gives us a chance to really just push, 
your limitations in a safe Butter. way, but it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, I mean, it's the point, you know, uh, definitely really work on those negatives on the eccentric with oh, you. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, yeah. working fun. out alone may not be able to get that concentric, that lift, but guess what? I can pull that up and help you get that, that there. And all of a sudden, okay, now you can fight it. Good. Guess what? You got two more. Boom. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, there we go. That's awesome. And, and so you can really just push through a little bit more. And that's, you know, that's again, we're a trainer or a workout partner. Again, if you're choosing a workout partner, make sure they know what they're doing. Yeah. Same goes with the trainer. If you're tra- choosing a trainer, yeah. make sure you know they know <laughs> sure. what they're doing. Good advice. You know, um, because, uh, again, there are some out there that just are, I don't want to say clueless, but they're limited on their knowledge, limited on their ability to, to spot. And um, But, again, here's – and this is just personal preference. I would rather take a new trainer that has a little bit of limited knowledge that's focused on you and you're getting it done than somebody that's got all the knowledge, been training for years, but doesn't pay attention. Yeah. You know, you, you, and you've, you know, if you've ever been in a gym and you're looking around, you've probably seen the trainer that's looking at his watch or chatting with other people as you're going by and their, their clients working out and they're over there yammering away. You know, I mean, I'll make snide comments to the other trainers and the clients that I know, but you know, it's a one off, you know, during one rep or whatever. And, you know, my clients will get into it sometimes times two and they're like no no you sure you don't want the machine because you can have you know it's you know but well, after two and a half years i right. can like start at the right time or count a few reps or right. take care of myself for a minute but oh sure it's you know but still but still i mean yeah. if you you're paying for a trainer and you're hiring them you want them there focused on you yeah. making sure you're getting the best absolute workout that you can possibly get at that point we should probably wrap up. Look at us having a good time here. Yeah, Another just, long one. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, got all that energy from the ride. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's true. like, woo, I'm excited. So. Oh, yeah. Anything you want to add here at the end? Um, no. Um, actually, I guess, I mean, if those of you that, that look, I finally entered uh, 21st Century with a Twitter account. So if you oh, want to yeah. follow me, it's just uh, Mr. Ziska. And uh, since I went by that for years, awesome. you can I've been feel G- free to- GWC hey. Chuck forever, so. Yep. So uh, you can hear us chatting about our workouts and our triathlon tra- training if you like. And <laughs> be like, damn it, that's so or yay we did good or whatever it may be so give each uh, other crap it's fun that too exactly <laughs> so you know feel free to feel free to follow and we'll fall follow you back indeed indeed all right we'll see you next week From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast. But to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.